Okay, welcome back. Quick episode today, just talking Buck Celtics, game five. What an NBA playoff game. Let's get right into it. So the Bucks had no right winning this game. You really felt the absence of Middleton, especially in the first half, where it was so hard for the Bucks to score. They only have two creators in Giannis and Drew Holiday. No one else can create a shot. We saw Grayson Allen try a few times. He was awful today. He's able to beat that first defender, but a lot of times he's driving baseline. He jumps up in the air, and he's always looking at that guy on the other corner for the three, but what separates a lot of these basketball players is some people, a lot of guys can beat the first man, but can you make that quick decision where the help defender is choosing a spot and you got to make that quick decision. That's why Chris Paul is really good. Uh, Luke is really good. James Harden, really good passer. Grayson Allen, a lot of the time, focuses on that corner three. Shades over there. The open guy's at the top of the key, and he's not able to make that adjustment as quick as some other playmakers. So that's a long way of saying a lot of pressure on Giannis and Drew to create offense every single possession. And this is against a really good Celtics defense that does not give up many easy buckets. They completely discombobulated Kevin Durant, one of the greatest scorers of all time, for four straight games. And so this is no easy task. Then on the Celtics side, they start hitting some threes in the first quarter. And Tatum, you could tell someone told him or he came out focused on shooting. So he took 10 three-pointers in the first half. 10 threes in the first half. He took more threes than any other player besides Giannis took field goals in the first half. So he... I don't know if you want to call it aggressive because it was three-pointers. It wasn't attacking the rim. And I feel like some of these guys, they have like, hey, I've got the Mamba mentality. You see with Booker and like, I'm going to keep shooting. But Kobe would drive a lot and get fouled and get to the free throw line. And we saw Tatum revert into, into some bad habits of settling for some jumpers. And we'll talk about that later on. So throughout the game, there are multiple spots where you're watching this game. You're like, okay, the Bucks, they're going to punt this game. There's no way they're going to come back. You know, it was Celtics were pulling away in the second quarter, 50 to 41. Then in the fourth quarter, it's 93 to 79. And then the third spot where I was like, okay, the Bucks have no chance of winning is when we have the Horford put back dunk. Nobody boxes out. Celtics up six with two minutes left. And in addition to that, Brooke Lopez, who, you know, if you told me the Bucs were going to win this game, I was like, okay, Lopez, there's no Robert Williams. He's going to have one of his 18 points, 10 rebound games. He has two points, plays 20 minutes. So let's fast forward to the fourth quarter where this game was decided. The, the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, we hear heart of a champion. This is a championship team. Cliche sometimes, it's not with this Bucks team. This Bucks team, two years ago, loses this game. Three years ago, loses this game. We remember all those bad early playoff losses when they are the one seed. Now they've got more of this confidence. They're not, they never lit Boston. It never got too far out of reach. It never leaked out to like an 18, 19 point lead in the second half. And so Horford has that alley-oop up six at home. Boston's feeling pretty good about themselves. Coming down on the other end, Milwaukee, Bobby Portis misses a jump shot at 145. Okay, so now you feel really good about yourself. But the Achilles heel for the Celtics, especially in the fourth quarter and second half, offensive rebounds. Portis misses. Wes Matthews gets the rebound, kicks it out to Giannis. Giannis drills a 27-footer. Huge shot. 
keeps Milwaukee back in the game. Then we have Tatum, misses a long two. On the other end, Milwaukee, Bobby Portis gets it right under the basket, blows a wide open layup to cut it to one. This is with a minute left. And so at that point, I'm like, oh my gosh, they just blew a chance, make it a one-point game, and potentially steal this game in Boston. I can't believe they blew it. Other end, Marcus Smart, turnover, Drew Holiday, nails a three, and I'm going to get into Drew Holiday a little bit more in a couple minutes, ties it up with 42 seconds left. Other end, Tatum drives, finally gets aggressive. Notice when Boston scores, the ball normally is in the paint. It's not a lot of step back threes. Felt like Boston in the first quarter, smart, Tatum, they hit a few of those threes, and so you get that confidence, but then they stop hitting in the second half and in the fourth quarter where you've got to run your offense. Boston, when they're passing the ball, they're getting threes where they're catching and stepping into it, much higher percentage. Tatum hits both free throws, Boston up two. Giannis, other end, fouled, makes free throw. Then on the second free throw, and ESPN just had awful um, camera angle of this. It was like behind the backboard, so you couldn't tell who was boxing out, who wasn't. Then they switched camera angles, and you're like, holy cow, Bobby Portis has the ball, hits the layup, looks like it's going to like leak off the rim, but falls. Once again, Boston doesn't box out. Portis puts Milwaukee ahead one. And then Drew Holiday happens. And let's back up to last year. Similar spot. Game five in the NBA Finals against the Suns. The Bucks were up one. Devin Booker's driving. Drew Holiday helps off his guy. Gets the steal. Remember this? Dribbles down. Throws an alley-oop to Giannis. Where you're like, no, don't. Why are you shooting that? You can run the clock out. Giannis, alley-oop, and one. Pivotal game. We all know you win game five when it's tied at two. You win the series 82% of the time. Fast forward, pretty much the same exact situation. Milwaukee up one again. Drew Holiday helps off his guy. Marcus Smart's turning around baseline, shooting. Drew Holiday gets his palm on this ball, and he doesn't just block it. He hits it, catches it, and he's falling out of bounds and throws it off of Marcus Smart. And it was so strange because normally when you see someone throw it off another player, it's like off their legs. He hits Marcus Smart right in the chest. And it was just an like unbelievable mano e mano, two really good defensive guards and one guy who didn't get defensive player of the year, who does not give all the love like Marcus Smart. And just old school, just schools him. Just backyard, just I'm going to stuff the crap out of this ball and I'm going to throw it off of you and we're going to win this game. Connaughton hits two free throws. He hit some big threes down the stretch. Then on the other end, six seconds left. Ime Odoka, coach of the Celtics, who's been awesome. Um, been really good for this team, toughening him up. Big mistake using his timeouts early. you got to save a timeout left for you know a last one under 10 seconds to advance the ball. Instead, they've got the ball on the other end, six seconds left, down three. They've got to dribble all the way up. Drew Holiday, once again, Swipes Marcus Smart of the ball, goes the other way, ball game. Two of the best defensive plays in the series. And oh yeah, they're in the two biggest spots in the series. And you know, Drew Holiday, so aggressive defensively. You'd think he might slow up a little bit after that foul on Marcus Smart where they're up three and it could have been Marcus Smart, three free throws. 
But you're just unbelievable. And I was thinking about all you know the point guards out there, all the guys like Trey Young, Donovan Mitchell, these really score-heavy point guards who don't play a lot of defense, but they get all the love because we love scores. We love watching people score. And you know, who would you rather have in a series, Drew Holiday or Trey Young? Drew Holiday or Donovan Mitchell? And I think it's clearly Drew Holiday and not even really that close because not only was he amazing defensively, he's got to carry the load on offense without Middleton. He scored 24 points. He's got to take, you know, 20-plus shots a game. You know, people are getting on him because he's not the most efficient scorer, but what are the other options? You can't throw it into Lopez. You can't give it to Grayson Allen or Connaughton and let them cook. It's got to be Giannis or Drew Holiday for the majority of the scoring for Milwaukee, and I thought he was absolutely brilliant. One of my favorite players. Unbelievable game. Um, you know, Al Horford, after two big games, only gets seven shots, eight points, played 41 minutes. And for the Celtics, this has got to be on Tatum, best player. People are talking about him being a top five, top ten player. This is on him. You know, the warts of the Boston Celtics bubbled up in the fourth quarter. If you ask any Celtics fan, what you know, what are the big flaws of this team, especially early on, past couple years, and even the beginning of this season, it was Tatum going too heavy ISO, and then Marcus Smart taking big shots and big moments and coming up short. And we saw both both of those in the span of a couple minutes in the biggest game of the season. So game six, back in Milwaukee. The series is not over. You know, the Celtics are not going to roll over. They're a tough team, and they've already won a game in Milwaukee. And so if you're the Bucks, you know, I just, when you look at these teams, it doesn't make any sense how Milwaukee has won three of these games. When you look at the drop-off after the first two, you're like, how, how did this team score 100 points? And so they really do need Giannis to drop, you know, 35, 40 points. And he's just been unbelievable because he gets hit I think he gets fouled a lot that's not called he's got Grant Williams Tice you know maybe Robert Williams would be back but you know he gets hit a ton and to be this durable you know not just not getting injured but to have that extra gear even in the fourth quarter after carrying your team for two straight hours is unbelievable we haven't seen anything like this since LeBron James the the physicality and stamina is something you do not see too often in basketball, especially when they're doing it on both the offense and defensive side. So unbelievable. Milwaukee Bucks, what a freaking win. All right, that's it for today's episode. Be back in a few days. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and I'll talk to you guys later. See ya.